Well, hello, hello, my ambitious friends, and welcome to 2000 Books, where we bring you the most important actionable ideas from the world's greatest books for ambitious entrepreneurs. And I'm your host and former computer engineer turned entrepreneur, Manny Laya. In this video, I want to talk to you about some of my favorite quotes from billionaire Bill Gates talk about some of my favorite quotes from him and also kind of give you my perspective on those quotes. So the first quote I love about him, he said, it's fine to celebrate success, but it is more important to heed the lessons of failure. You see, it's extremely important lesson for all entrepreneurs. When times are good, don't get too complacent. And But when you struggle and you fail, You have to dig deep. You have to find the lesson. You don't want to just wallow in pain or misery or pity. You just have to find that lesson so you can get up and move on and find and make that change. Because real growth will happen as a result of those failures. As Gates says, it is more important to heed the lessons from failure because the lessons from failure are what will take you to the next level every single time. So make sure to remember, it's fine to celebrate success, but it is more important to heed the lessons of failure. The second quote I love, he says, if you are born poor, it's not your mistake. But if you die poor, it's your mistake. This is like entrepreneurship 101 in some ways, hustle 101. No matter how challenging the circumstances might be, no matter how difficult your life me your life may be you cannot blame your circumstances or conditions for your results because for as long as you blame your conditions and your circumstances you will never make forward progress you must figure out a way you must forge a way forward as he says if you die poor it's your mistake as in no matter what happens in your life you have the power within you to make change, to move forward, to make things happen, to create create wealth, whatever it might be. He says, if you're born poor, it's not your mistake. Yeah, you born you were born into some family. That's totally, that's natural. That's what happens to everyone. But if you die poor, it's your mistake because you didn't make the effort. No matter how difficult the conditions, no matter how challenging the conditions, if you die poor, it's your mistake. Okay, the third quote I love by Bill Gates, he says, I never took a day off in my 20s, not one. Now, that's a tough one. As an entrepreneur, I can relate to that. And sometimes that gets me in trouble with my family, with my loved ones and things like that. But then there's another quote by Elon Musk, one of my other favorite entrepreneurs, who said, work like hell. And I'm going to repeat this quote by starting his quote in quote. He said, work like hell. I mean, you just have to put in 80 to 100 hours weeks every single week. This improves the odds of success. If other people are putting in 40 hour weeks and you're putting in 100 hour week work weeks, then even if you're doing the same thing, you know that you will achieve in four months what it takes them a year to achieve. What Elon is saying is that he is a crazy, maniacal, obsessive guy when it comes to working hard. Same thing with Bill Gates. You see, a lot of people want to achieve great success, but they don't want to make great sacrifices. This is where you really have to draw the line for yourself. You really have to find out what is success for you? What is that end outcome for you? Because if you are chasing that greatness, if you're chasing that that great outcome, then maybe you will have to sacrifice other parts of life in order to get that. Bill Gates saying, the richest man in the world at one time, he says, I never took a day off in my 20s. And that's when he built 
Microsoft to its glory days, right? All through the 20s, that's 3,650 days. And counting in a couple of leap years, that's probably 3,652 days for a period of 10 years. He didn't take a single day off. That's dedication, that's hard work, and that's a lot of sacrifices, lots and lots and lots of sacrifices, family time, relationship time, all of those things he had to sacrifice to make it happen. You have to define your own definition of success and go after it. But that's what these guys are saying. You know, hard work is a requirement for great success. The next quote that I love by Bill Gates, he says, life is not fair, get used to it. There's no comma here. Life is not fair, get used to it. You see, there's a lot of times people lull themselves into inaction or into a false sense of security saying, I'm a good person, life is fair, sometime I will get the result in the future. But you have to stop waiting for things to happen because if you wait for life to be fair and life to come back and give you those opportunities or, or those results, that may never happen. The good thing about this quote, what he's saying is, because if you understand that life is not fair, now you can focus on what you need to do to get what you want from life. Stop worrying about whether life is fair or not and start focusing on what you need to put into life to get what you want. It is a good thing that life is not fair because now you can create your own rules to get what you want in life. So you can hate on Bill Gates for saying that, that he, yeah, the richest man in the world is saying that life is not fair, get used to it. But he lived by that. He use that to get where he is today rather than saying that in after, you know, as an after result. So life is not fair. Get used to it because that's the way to get the get to success. And rather than feeling like a victim of life and saying, oh, life is, you know, um, life is not fair to me. Woe be me. I am so like, you know, down on myself and so on and so forth. You have to understand life is not fair for anyone. Life is not fair for everyone. So to hell with it. Let's move on. Let's make something out of our life. Okay, the next quote that I love, he said, your most unhappy customers are your greatest source of learning. You see, it's easy to get offended by your unhappy or complaining customers but because uh, you might feel offended by what they have just said, but they will tell you precisely what needs to be improved. Your unhappy customers you don't want to run away from them. You don't want to get mad at them. You need to learn from them. You need to learn from what they're saying. You need to learn from the key um, key complaints they might have because that will help you fix the challenges in your products, in your services, in your offerings. So don't run away from your unhappy customers. Embrace them. Learn from them. Okay. By the way, if you're enjoying these quotes, I bet you will enjoy my top 10 success lessons from self-made billionaires. You can get it by going to 2000books.com slash billion. And the, I have a whole list, like it's, it's a great compendium of success lessons from entrepreneurs like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, John D. Rockefeller, who was one of the richest men to the, to the world has ever seen, Warren Buffett, Steve Jobs, all of these great guys, success lessons from these self-made billionaires. So if you want that, 2000books.com slash billion. All right, the next quote I love. He says, everyone needs a coach. It doesn't matter whether you are a basketball player, a tennis player, a gymnast, or a bridge player. Uh, by the way, Bill Gates is a very, very good bridge player. So he he's talking about bridge as well. And, but the key here is to understand, one of the richest entrepreneurs in the world is saying that we all need a coach to improve, to grow, to move faster, to achieve our dreams. And there's another quote by Gates, uh, another quote by Gates that I really love. He said, we all need people who will give us feedback. That's how we improve. 
You see, he is constantly talking about the idea that you need someone. You need someone as a coach to guide you, to mentor you, to take you in the right direction. Even Steve Jobs, one of the greatest entrepreneurs ever, he had a coach. The coach's name was Bill Campbell. You can do the research on him. So, and this is something I have noticed this again and again in my entrepreneurial journey. Every time I've had a coach, my growth is super fast. And every time I tried to figure it out all by myself without coach, I got stuck. My progress was really slow and I was struggling. So as an entrepreneur, if you're watching this, if you're paying heed to this, you need a coach to grow to the next level. Every great player, every great entrepreneur is a great player in some ways. Everyone needs a coach. Michael Jordan had a coach. Kobe Bryant had a coach. Steve Jobs had a coach. Everyone needs a coach. As Bill Gates says, everyone needs a coach. It doesn't matter who you are. You need a coach. Like notice the first line he said, everyone needs a coach. Everyone. Okay. The next quote by Bill Gates. He said, I really had a lot of dreams when I was a kid. And I think a great deal of that grew out of the fact that I had a chance to read a lot. Well, I'm glad he said that because he's a, he's a maniac about reading. He reads a lot. Uh, he probably beats me in his reading. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe I read it more than him, but Bill Gates is a voracious reader and every great entrepreneur I have studied reads a lot. Warren Buffett reads five to six hours a day. Bill Gates is a crazy reader. Jeff Bezos, he runs his own executive book club where he invites authors of books to come and run the book club with his executive team. Elon Musk, he was a crazy reader too. By the age of 14, he had read through the whole high school library that was available. So he started reading Encyclopedia Britannica. That's how maniacal he was. So are you reading enough? Are you reading enough to be able to constantly grow, to dream and to go where you want to go? Because listen to Gates, listen and read more. Okay. Second, the eighth quote that I love, he says, expectations are a form of first class truth. If people believe it, it's true. So the question is, what are you expecting? What are you expecting? What do you believe is possible for you? What are your expectations for your business the next year, the next quarter, the next decade? What are your expectations? Because remember, expectations are a form of first class truth. If you believe it, it's true. Your expectations become the truth. Your expectations of yourself, your team, your employees, they all become truth. You, what you expect of your team, they will reflect that on you. What you expect of your employees, they will, ref, they will actually deliver on that promise. So you have to be very deliberate about projecting your expectations, about setting your expectations, because that will, those expectations will become the truth of your life. You have to be very deliberate about your expectations are from yourself and from your family members, from your team, from your employees, from all the different people in your life. In the great book, Mindset by Carol Dweck, by the way, Bill Gates recommends this book a lot. And we have summarized this in our mental toughness pack. Check it out, 2000books.com slash tough. Um, so there's a great uh, research study of teachers who were assigned to a class there was a group of teachers who were assigned to classes full of top level, really smart students. And at the end of the year, what they found was that most of the students aced their exams and got really good grades. Now, what they, what the teachers found out later on, what the teachers were told was that these were just a random group of students. There were all sorts of students, A students, B students, C students, D students mixed in. But the expectations the teachers had, because the teachers thought that these were top level students, that changed the kid's performance. So it was a completely blind study. The teachers had no idea how smart the kids truly were or how well they had performed truly because they were told these are all top-level students. 
And as a result, that changed the kids' performance. So that's really important to understand. Remember, expectations are a form of first-class truth. If people believe it, it's true. That's Bill Gates. All right, the next quote. Quote number nine, Bill Gates said, We always overestimate the change that will occur in the next two years and underestimate the change that will occur in the next ten. Don't let yourself be lulled into inaction. You see, we overestimate what we can accomplish in a year and we underestimate what we can accomplish in a decade. But the thing is, our results will compound over time. So initially, the results don't show. Initially, the results are almost like uh, not even there. They don't even register on the on the radar. And it feels like a, a struggle. I have seen this time and again coaching entrepreneurs. The struggling entrepreneurs, they keep jumping from opportunity to opportunity to opportunity looking for quick results rather than having the patience for the long term. Because they are overestimating the change that they can make happen in the next two years and they're underestimating the change that will happen in the next 10 years. When you're overestimating what you can do in the next year or two and if you don't get the results within that time frame, you jump. You jump from opportunity to opportunity to opportunity, never allowing that compound effect to take hold, never allowing for yourself to really get the results that you truly desire, never persevering through on the path. You're just jumping from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, hoping that somehow you will get the results. Uh, somehow the opportunity will yield the results to you. But you're overestimating what you can do in a couple of years. You're underestimating what will happen in 10 years. So, don't overestimate the short-term change that you can make. In the short-term, things might be slow. You're, the, you know, it might be difficult, but in the long-term, you will be able to create massive results. All right. The last quote I have for you, and this is a great one. He said, I have been struck again and again by how important measurement is to improving the human condition. That's true for every area of your life. If you want to improve your revenue, become a fanatic about measuring your revenue, your numbers, your KPIs every time, every day, every single day, multiple times a day. Want to improve your finances? Same thing. Want to improve your weight? Measure it every morning. Start trending it. Start looking at the trend. Want to improve your strength? Measure the number of push-ups you can do every day. If that's what you are targeting, if your chest strength is important to you, that's the measure. You see, you have to make sure to distinguish between lead measures and lag measures. So you lead measures are the effort you're putting in. For example, the number of marketing campaigns you have deployed in your business. Lag measures are the results you're getting. For example, revenue generated from those email campaigns. So Whatever you need to improve, you must measure. You must identify the KPIs, the key performance indicators. You must identify the lead measures and the lag measures. So if you want to improve your weight, it's not just enough to measure the lag measure, which is the end result. You also need to measure the lead measures. What are you eating? How often? What exactly? Like how many macros are you getting? How many carbs, fat, protein, all of those things? As you do those measurements, you will improve. As Bill Gates says, I have been struck again and again by how important measurement is to improving the human condition. This is for all facets of your life. But be very clear on your measurements. Make sure you are doing lead measurements and lag measurements. By the way, if you want my top 10 success lessons from self-made billionaires, head on over to 2000books.com slash billion. There are success lessons from People like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, John D. Rockefeller, Warren Buffett, Steve Jobs, some of the greatest entrepreneurs to have ever lived. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this one. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.